to Nature Revisited, the podcast. My name is Stefan Van Orden. On this episode, The Jungle Journal, we are joined by the founders, Sarah Lopez and Gabriel Alvarez. This episode is being sponsored by Jonathan Siegel. Hi, my name is Jonathan Siegel, and I'm happy to sponsor this episode of Nature Revisited. Regular listeners know that this podcast features an amazing variety of guests, each of whom is grappling with some aspect of the most important dilemma of our time, how to redefine man's relation to the natural world. For some, this means pursuing their fascination with a particular category of life, such as hummingbirds or dragonflies. For others, the scope is broader, such as seeking to understand the effects of climate change on northern forests or the importance of urban landscapes for city dwellers. But all those who appear on Nature Revisit have something in common. They are thoughtfully searching for their and our place in the natural world, and they all have something to teach us. I encourage you to spread the word about this podcast to friends and colleagues and to consider sponsoring an episode yourself. Thank you, Jonathan. The Jungle Journal is a new online print magazine founded by Sarah Lopez and Gabriel Alvarez. After reading their first two editions, I contacted them to see if they would join me on Nature Revisited and talk about this new project. We both thought it would be interesting to do the interview while they were visiting one of the remote areas that they traveled to for the journal. So we scheduled an interview for a trip they were taking to Mexico. But their location was so remote that we lost our phone communications. So I emailed Sarah and asked if they might do the interview themselves from the jungle. Here is their interview. So today we're doing something a little different on Nature Revisited. We are the founders of the travel, culture, and environmental magazine, The Jungle Journal. My name is Sarah Lopez. And my name is Gabriel Alvarez. And we will be interviewing each other about our story, about the founding of the, the project. And, and so you guys can get to know a little bit more about who we are and what we're doing. Well, first, I just wanted to say thank you so much to Stefan, the creator of Nature Revisited, and thank you, Stefan, for trusting us to do this interview. Sara, where are you from? I'm from the border between Texas and Mexico, but I grew up on the U.S. side in a region called the Rio Grande Valley. I was born in Houston, but I spent my life growing up down there in, in the valley. And this region is, is really special and unique in the U.S. because it has such a rich Mexican culture, but you're also in America, but it also feels like you're not. So I really grew up immersed in, in both Mexican and American cultures. And you, Gabriel, where are you from? So I'm from Galicia, 
Galicia is a region in the northwest of Spain. I, I grew up exactly in the border as, as Sara, in the, but the border between, between Portugal and Spain in that region. In a little village with a lot of nature around, that is where I come from. Where you grew up, did nature play a role in, in your childhood? Yeah, nature uh, was something very important for me. Now I know how important before was just basically what I have. I didn't know something different. No? So after traveling and see other places, I, I realized how, how rich my place was nature. So I grew up like swimming in the river, like uh, walking in the forest, riding the bike also, always around nature. So I think that, and also my grandpa, I remember that he, he used to teach me like which different kind of tree is this or the other, recognize the, the birds. So generally nature, for sure that is something, and has been something very important for me, always. Sara, what inspired you to want to travel? Well, a lot of things inspired me to want to travel. When I was young, I was always really fascinated with foreign currency. Like the first time I saw it, I remember I was just like so amazed, just curious about like where it came from and like the story behind it. I remember that really vividly. And later on in life, I just always had this knowing that there was more out there than where I came from, where I grew up. And I wanted to explore that. I wanted to see more of what the world had to offer uh, because I knew it was more than my hometown and, and even the U.S. And that was a really important thing for me was to get out of the country and explore cultures and places really even beyond the, the Western world. It was really important for me to go to the Global South and experience and see the cultures there and all the wisdom that they had to offer as well. So it was really during my time in university that I felt the push to, to explore more than ever. Could you explain to everybody how, how we met each other? The story of how Gabriel and I met each other is really special. And I was traveling in Rio de Janeiro in Brazil and Gabriel was traveling at the same time as me. We had crossed paths on the beach, but we didn't realize it until later that we were staying at the same hostel. But when we first met, it was on Impanima Beach. I was walking with a girlfriend and we decided to sit what would be next to Gabriel. And he started asking us some questions and, and the rest is history. But he thought I was Brazilian, but then he heard my accent and quickly knew I was not from Brazil. <laughs> what in inspired you to do something like the Jungle Journal with me? I think that really what inspired us was mostly the travel. No? We, we met traveling, we continue meeting, uh, meeting traveling. So after we decided to travel together in Latin America for the first time, and we went in Mexico, and after a couple of weeks, we decided that we want to, to do something else, not just travel and explore. We wanted to, to create something of this passion that we have, no? And, and it's, 
I think that this and like the, the beautiful people that we met along the way, the landscapes, the beautiful stories, I think it was a perfect, a perfect uh, mix to, to decide to create something to the world. And just to add to that, I also feel like Gabriel and I have talked about this, but we had both been traveling for a while and every time we would come back to our homelands, after a travel, we were always transformed. Uh, we would never come back the same people. We had such different views of the ways things functioned and society functioned. And we always brought that back. And we felt that this project was really important to bring forth to, to an audience to kind of share all of that in, in one space. So the Jungle Journal is kind of this little universe of of those collections of thoughts and ideas and the people and the conversations and the insights that not just us, but other people also gain from traveling and the people that live in these different lands. What we decide to call the project The Jungle Journal? <laughs> this is not the first time I've been asked that. And I, I always have to remind myself what that answer is because it happened also, while we were in a jungle, the naming of this project and the founding of this project happened during quarantine when we were in the jungle in Tulum. It just seemed very fitting, especially since volume one was about Latin America. I would say that inspired a part of it. And it's also just like a metaphor, I would say, to unexplored landscapes and places. It doesn't necessarily mean everywhere we will cover will be a jungle or have a jungle nearby, but it's it can be taken on as a metaphor for the unexplored and uncharted. Something that we get asked often is if we have any experience or background in journalism or writing since we founded this magazine. Do you have a background in journalism or writing? One of the beautiful things of, of this project and and in the way, in the path that we are taking, is that we are learning many things in, in the whole process. It wasn't something that really I, I used to do, but the process of creating the, the Jungle Journal made me really uh, research, like practice and, and, and learn to do that. So the answer is no, I didn't have any background. I don't have any background about that, about journalists, but I'm learning a lot in the process. So my background does not involve journalism. I didn't study journalism, but in university, I definitely had some professors that encouraged me to continue writing because they could tell I was passionate about it. It is something that in my adult life, I have become more passionate about, is writing, is interviewing people, is, is sharing stories. My background is more art direction, so there wasn't a whole lot of writing in that. I have always loved writing, and especially now more reflections, and, and that's how I spend my time really, is getting my thoughts down on a piece of paper, and I really enjoy that process. So what is the mission behind the Jungle Journal? The mission behind the Jungle Journal is gonna look something more along the lines of a cultural educational experience but inevitably we are so connected 
to nature because we are a part of nature. So that brings in the environment to the conversation. So it's very much about stories happening globally that involve different cultures, different ways of living, different ways of being, and also bringing nature to people and reminding people how connected we are to nature because we are, and how connected we are to each other. This for me is one of, if not the major foundation to the project, is that sense of unity. Today we see such a separateness and fear, at least for me, one of the main reasons why I wanted to create a project like this was to help alleviate that fear and bring more respect and love and appreciation to the conversation, to the global conversation, even though we are in the midst of a climate crisis and arguably a, a cultural crisis for those of us that live in the Western world. I think a project like this is is really important to help us find grounding in what's happening and to help us reconnect to what's important. And that's human connections and, and nature. And Gabriel, what do, you, what do you want to accomplish with this project? I would say bring nature to the people. Like people today, they live very, live, many people live in the cities, very disconnected to what happened outside of that. So one idea is bring the nature, the stories of people around the world to them, to really understand, to empathize. Something that we, I feel that we, we want to accomplish is connect more with the nature. We come from the nature. I think that we, we spend too much energy uh, like focusing our differences in our skin color, in our political ideas. But really, I think that the most important, and that is something that I feel from a long time ago, is, is that really we are humans inside. We are humans, we are family, so we have to be more tolerant and, and really focus more energy in, in what we have in common, that our differences. So this is also a part of the Jungle Journal. Yeah, I think, especially growing up in the States, I grew up in a culture that really worshipped luxury and wealth, but I feel that other types of lifestyles and livelihoods were often regarded as less than or not as important or were never really glorified like like those that lived in the higher class. A huge, huge reason behind the Jungle Journal is also to highlight local stories and local communities and indigenous communities because historically they have always been at the bottom of any caste system, any socioeconomic ladder in society since in Mexico. Yeah, let's start again. Yeah. That was a gunshot. So, I remember where you are to continue. Yeah. If you haven't heard in the background, we're in the jungle in Mexico, in the state of Jalisco, just about an hour south of Puerto Vallarta. We are yeah, in the jungle, just next to a little village, next to the, in front of the sea, and there are some noises of the little civilization that sometimes it's very difficult to run, completely run away. The fact that now we're living in a time where we need 
that indigenous wisdom and, and those indigenous ways of life to survive and connect more to the heart. I think that these communities offer so much wisdom. It is really the time to listen to them, to their stories and their ways of life. A huge portion of the Jungle Journal is exploring indigenous stories and indigenous communities and giving them a platform with our project to share with the world what they have to say. It is just as important and and just as valid as, as the stories we hear in our mainstream media. I think that giving honor and respect back to these communities is a, is a huge part of, of the project as well. How often is the publication published and where can someone, for example, buy a copy? Uh, our first volume was featuring Latin America and the second that we just published a couple months ago features East Africa. So if you are interested to get a copy, you can visit our website. That is, it's the jungljournal.com. www.itsthejunglejournal.com. There you can uh, find all the information about our project. You can get a journal that we will send to your home and also you can find in some different bookstores that we are located around around the world. Some of our stockists are across Europe and in North America, both in the States and Mexico. We will be expanding next year, but for the moment you can look on our website for everywhere that uh, all the bookstores where we sell and different points of sale. Who contributes to this to this project? And what about the photos? Some of our contributors are college professors. Some of them are independent scholars. Some of them are academic scholars. A Nat Geo Explorer is someone that has helped contribute that we interviewed in volume one. We have also photographers and just everyday people and locals that we we meet on our travels that that contribute and make probably the biggest contribution to the journal it's a mix of of people from different professions and different backgrounds that all offer very unique and special perspectives that create and make the jungle journal and also gabriel and myself contribute to the journal through photography through writing and reflection we're hoping to expand more of uh, our contributing team, whether that's through writing or photographs. Also, we're going to be exploring illustration for future volumes. So if anyone is interested, we have um, a tab on our website for people that would like to contribute or offer something to the Jungle Journal. We are accepting contributions for anyone that would like to participate or work with us. As far as the photography goes, we, we gladly accept people and contributions um, that are in alignment with our mission. 
do we travel to the regions that we write about? So luckily, yes, because behind of this beautiful work and all the work that we have to do for researching, writing, taking photos, is us also enjoying and, and, and traveling to these places. At the moment, 95% of the, of the places that we, we talk about, we've been there, we've been having our, our experiences there. Mostly and our idea is to be able to travel to these places to really have a experience, a, a minimum knowledge, being there, talking with people and about what we are featuring. I think in today's age of fast journalism and, and overconsumption, it's really nice to have like a slow, digestible read, which is what we strive to provide. A lot of thought and intention goes into the stories and a lot of the people that we do interview we're still in contact with. I think this is a really special part of the project is, is that there's a lot of intention and heart. We have a friend behind us. Who is? I don't know. Which kind of friend? I hope it's not a friend. Oh, I think it's actually a chicken. Oh, they're two birds. Yeah, they're chickens. See? Yeah, they're chickens. Well, so now they, they made are it kind of wild. Up the mountain. What do you consider, Sarah, that are the biggest difficulties designing and creating this journal? Well, like raising a kid, it's getting mom and dad to agree on how the kid is going to be raised. The difficulties have been coming to a middle ground and agreement on how something will be designed, how something will be portrayed, where something will be placed. I would say that there's still a lot of individual agency on, on how a story is conveyed or how it's written. But when we're putting together everything to go to print, sometimes we, yeah, we have to be diplomatic and come to a middle point with with certain things. So I would say that that in itself is is an accomplishment, but it's also one of the the barriers to overcome. The other things can come from unexpected events, like for volume 2 when we were ready to go to print, something that we did not expect that would impact the printing of the journal was actually the war with the Ukraine and Russia. Because we print in Europe, this set back our print date several weeks, if not a month later. This was because of the supply chain issues with paper that were happening and other supply chain issues that were happening all over Europe. So that set us back and that was something we did not expect. So that, I think, says a lot about these unexpected inconveniences like wars that very much can touch us on a personal level. Could you choose one experience from all that we have during the creation of the Jungle Journal? If I'm honest, I would say that my favorite experience was being with the Lacandones in Chiapas in Southern Mexico, mainly because their way of life really inspired me. 
really inspired me to live a life more simple. The, the time frame that we spent with them overlapped with my birthday. So I spent, yeah, I think it was my 26th birthday out in the Lacandona jungle with them. And I had not had a birthday that I was so happy like I was there in the Lacandona jungle. We made the fire that we used to cook the food we were making, which Gabriel made pancakes. Everything took a long time, but it didn't really matter because there was no rush. So we cooked over a fire that we made. We bathed in the river because there were no showers. And we were walking in the jungle with this family. They didn't need anything other than their memory to know how to get around the jungle. So that experience for me was just a huge, it was a huge wake up call and realization for me on the amount of time we waste worrying about things when we can just be enjoying the present moment. And I feel that experience showed me how much happiness is in simplicity. And what about you, Gabriel? Was there any place that stood out to you from all of our travels so far? I love the time that we spent there in the, in the Amazon, swimming in the Amazon River. That was, that was quite amazing. But also I love time that we spend in communities. So it's difficult to pick one, but just spending time with the Samburu people in the north of Kenya, the same that you say, Sarah, in the Lacandona jungle with the, with the Mayan family. I think these experiences are, are kind of, are very magical because it's, it's kind of this returning to the roots and really finding this meaning of the life in, in simplicity. I know we were speaking on places that we've been to, but is there a place that you're looking forward to going for future journals? Any particular destination that is a dream destination or a destination that you're really looking forward to visiting in the future? If there is one place that I, I wasn't and I would like to, to explore in some moment, I think that is the lands of the Himalayas mountains. This kind of Tibet in the north, Nepal, India in the south. And you, Sarah? A place I've had on my radar for a couple of years has been the western border of China with this area that borders with Tajikistan as well as places like Afghanistan and, and Pakistan. I'm, I really look forward and I hope to get to go to places like this one day. You can see in the people, the, the facial features in the changing, the further east you get and just history written on their faces. And that's a, a part of the world I really would like to, to travel to. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Nature Revisited. And if you want to learn more about The Jungle Journal, please visit their website, thejunglejournal.com. Nature Revisited would like to thank Jonathan Siegel for sponsoring this edition. Jonathan 
was featured on Nature Revisited on episode 60, The Journey to There. I hope you will share Nature Revisited with friends, family, and colleagues. And follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, or on our website, nordenproductions.com. That's Norden, N-O-O-R-D-E-N, productions.com. The music for this episode is Change the World by Eric Clapton. Nature Revisited is produced by Stefan Van Norden and Charles Gagan. And I hope you will join us for the next edition of Nature Revisited. And in the meantime, remember, we are nature. <laughs>